Live from Mayfair, it's the John Albatross Show, Suicide Watch Special. Coming to you live from Mayfair, Northeast Philadelphia, which is apparently on Suicide Watch now that their hero, Conor McGregor, lost. And I'm here with resident Mayfair expert and a Irish racist expert, Brian Brewington. How you doing? Alright, so uh, you were telling me a story about the these t-shirts. Now, Saturday, I was headed to, you know, lovely Delco to watch the fight. And the amount of t-shirt, the amount of Fook Floyd 49-1 t-shirts that I, that I discovered on my trip were absolutely astounding. And the thing about the shirts is the people wearing them were exactly the people you expected to be wearing them. What kind of people would you... I mean, I know, but uh, explain to the listeners here what kind of people would be wearing these shirts. Well, to put it plainly, it, it, the people that bought the Fook Floyd 49 and one shirts are the same exact people that buy the Mayfair Irish shirts. So the people that are uh, on suicide watch right now for their mortgage payment. I'd say the people that are on suicide watch, the people that made the awfully foolish bet of betting on McGregor, are all the same people that inhabit, you know, that frequent McNally's, that frequent uh, McKenna's, and basically... Any bar in Mayfair with a Mick in the front of it, you know? Except for McNoodles, R.I.P. R.I.P. McNoodles. Fucking, how many people R.I.P.'d coming out of McNoodles? More than a few. Uh, dude, there was once a, was funny as shit. Like, uh, I was sitting down, Kev texted, <laughs> texted me something. And there was a, there was a dude we know. Somebody texted him, do you know this guy? Because he was involved in a stabbing at McNoodles. And is it heat on? Nah. It's... Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was fucking Tom Lally. It's just like, and we just were just like laughing the whole time. Like, he was involved with that? I don't know. He didn't go to jail. So yeah, I think yeah. he may have just been like a person of interest or something. But, yeah, dude. Fucking... But anyway, and uh, how disappointed do you think these people were making this foolish bet? Now, I mean, from a betting standpoint, part of me understands it. If, now, if you believed Mayweather was going to win, there was honestly no way for, you know, somebody who makes an average Mayfair income to make money off of I believe the numbers were, it, it was like plus 550 or minus 550. Meaning, you know, you'd have to put up 550 to win 100. Now, you know, it's not e- economical, but... So I could see putting up $100 in the hopes of... It, it would be like buying a $100 lottery ticket. You don't expect it to happen, but, you know, just in case you lay the 100 My problem is that there 
was a mult. There was a wide variety of people that not only did they make the bet, they actually believed McGregor would win this fight. This reminds me of the one time <clears throat> I don't remember. Think you you might not remember it. It was the Sugar Bowl. Now, keep that in mind. The Sugar Bowl. And it was LSU versus Notre Dame. And everybody was like, oh man, I think Notre Dame got this one. And I'm like, it's the fucking Sugar Bowl. And it's Louisiana State University. Well, it has nothing to do with it. It's in Louisiana. Yeah, but Notre Dame travels well. Not as well as Louisianans traveling to Louisiana for a fucking bowl game. Now, see, I'm glad you bring that up. Are you picking up on a theme here? Right there, it's the the racist Irish crowd that has this belief that is based solely off the racism. And it's aimed at Louisiana. I mean, let's just call it what it is. We, we both know that Louisiana is, you know, primarily black. We'll just say... Oh, well, yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, we'll just put it plainly, you know, and... That's the same thing that went on in this McGregor-Mayweather fight. Yeah, but my thing with that, too, is you're betting on the, the Notre Dame. And, and I have to, I have to, what's it called? I have to correct you there. It's not the, the racist Irish. It's the, I'm not racist, but Irish. That's, that's a fantastic way of putting it. You know, I'm not racist, but uh, I think... Uh, but racist statement. All I'm saying is, I think, and it's just like, okay, I'm not racist, but, and you're like, here we go. It was like the fucking, like I said in my uh, one of my earlier podcasts, Peyton Hillis on the Madden cover. Absolutely, there's no reason he should have been on the Madden cover. Ever. Ever. And it's just like, now, I can understand if it was like, it was between Michael, it was the vote the cover guy, and they had to stop doing that because it got ridiculous. It was between Michael Vick and Peyton Hillis. I can understand if it was like, ah, dude, you know what? I don't like Michael Vick because of his prior convictions and everything. But the fans voted him to the finals. And didn't Michael Vick already have the cover before that, though? So? He did, but it was a uh, it was the fans vote the cover thing. The, the the point is, it was fucking Peyton Hillis versus Michael Vick, and Peyton Hillis won the popular vote. Absolutely, and we know why. <laughs> yeah, and. uh... And then I had people fucking trying to fucking justify. Uh, Peyton Hillis was a beast. And I'm like, eh, you know, fantasy-wise, he was good. What did he get you, 1,200 yards that year? Eight touchdowns? That was a nice wire, waiver wire pickup. Yeah, but not a Madden cover type year. It's not like fucking... You had Calvin... He got it the next year, but you had like a Calvin Johnson. Uh, who else was fucking big? Like, yeah, there, there's so many. Even And even if you were going to go white, I mean, I had Drew Brees the year before, but I was like, why don't you do like a, a fucking Eli? He, he's a yeah. two-time Super Bowl winner. You could have went That's Peyton Manning. Yeah. Peyton Manning, never uh, seen a Madden cover. Neither Manning, huh? Neither Manning. And just to, you know, backtrack here a little bit. A lot of those McGregor bets, they were based and they were just drowned in Jameson Irish whiskey. They were drunk in Irish bets. And Guinness. And Guinness. Guinness, you can't leave Guinness out. Now, touching on that, I, I want to touch on another thing that's, you know, highly related. The Mayfair 
specifically, but I mean it's widespread, is the false sense of Irish pride. Can we talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. The, now, it drives me nuts because, let's break the fight down this way. We could look at it this way. It was an Irish, you, you can't even really call him an Irish and American. American. He's Irish. He's as Irish as they get. He's not literally even from off the, the boat. He's still over there. Literally from the Emerald Isle. Yeah, exactly. And you, then you have Floyd Mayweather, who he's American. There's no other way to put it. But rather than break it down as an Irish fighter against an American fighter, and the division be created that way, there was a subtle division of black versus white. Which yes. to me, it's just... It's an, it's laughable. Honestly. Like I hated both of them, but like I said, if I had to pick a horse in this race, uh, you got to pick your countryman. Exactly. And now, I mean, for me, it didn't even break down that way. It's just I've I've followed Floyd since the since the Gotti fight. I, I watched what he did to Gotti for you know until they mercifully stopped that fight. Yeah. And I've just followed him closely since. I, I'm not a UFC guy. I, I know McGregor's name from you know. Because you can't help but hear it. Phony tough that loved fucking UFC now. And I heard he was the white Irish UFC's version of Floyd Mayweather. But the fact is that Floyd was smart enough to suck him into his world. Connor fell for it and a bunch of Irish Americans, you know, for the listeners, that was put Irish, heavily, yes, with the fucking quotation heavily fingers. in air quotes. Uh, you know, it's just... It was a foolish bet, and now half is, half of Mayfair can't make their rent, and they're on suicide watch, and they're <laughs> they're further in arrears in child support than they were before the fight. Oh, so. A lot of McNally's and McKenna's bar tabs this week will be put on credit. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> if you're not sure with McKenna's, it's also known as the Deaner because it's on Aldean <laughs> Street. It's the only bar on Frankfurt Ave that still has a functional ladies' entrance. But there's no ladies in it. Yeah. But they have the best PBR special. I think it's, what, 80-cent mugs or something? Yeah, if they still got that special running, you know. And uh, and if you've never been to the bar where they serve mugs, you get fucked up off of fucking mugs. They're so che- It's the best deal at the fucking bar, by far. It's, oh, it's a fucking mug. It's so small. It's like 10 to 12 ounces. Yeah, but they're usually like a dollar. A pint is 16 ounces, and it's like... Two fifty. Eighty cents. That's a dangerous rate. Eighty but... cents for almost a can of fucking beer. So you can go there with like fucking twenty bucks, drink ten cans, and tip your fucking bartender. And that's what everybody did before they bet McGregor. They yes. did exactly that. They followed that formula, and then they made foolish bets. Now, if McKenna's was fucking, you know, they sprung for the fight because. How they do the capacity thing for the, yeah, that the cable companies. System. Yeah, but <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like the whole McGregor thing, too. And this one pissed me off, like, with McGregor. I went to this place. It was down in a... We just wanted to watch the fucking fight against uh, Alvarez, Eddie mm-hmm. Alvarez. Now, being in Philadelphia, you know, you have Eddie Alvarez. He's uh, from Kensington. He's... Dad was Puerto Rican and his mom was Irish. Ain't no, yeah, hell of a combo. I know you're shocked that combo being from Kensington because that's all that it is down there. But you would think that's like 
the fucking heart of every fucking person in Philadelphia right there. It's like, ah, oh, this guy's from Kensington, he worked his ass off, he fought McGregor, everybody's fucking rooting for McGregor. I was like, what the fuck is that fucking local boy? Come on! I'm telling you. It's fucking ridiculous. Racist hearts trump all. It, it trumps logic, it, you know? It trumps, apparently, even patriotism. Yeah. Fucking. That's a thing. My mom's half Irish, and you're half Irish, right? Uh, yeah, I like mean, somewhat Irish. Somewhat. I mean, my grandmother had the, a very Irish last maiden name. Yeah. That's about as far as it goes. And there's not, yeah. There's like there's Irish pride, and there's nothing wrong with it. No. But then again, you gotta fucking, you gotta put your pride aside to make the fucking right choices. You don't bet with Irish pride. No. It's not like it was a. Like you said, if you were going to bet fucking McGregor because you thought, ah, oh, dude, I might be able to make some fucking money off it if he wins, and you threw a fuck, you had a little money, and you said, oh, I'll just throw a fucking shits and gigs bet. Absolutely. You know, make but, the fight more interesting. But if you had, like, people out there, it's like they fucking... <laughs> they bought shirts. They bought Fook Floyd shirts. And this is the thing that gets me now. Like, I've been saying it on the internet. I have so many people... Oh, you got to give Connor credit. That's like a constantly. We can say that because we didn't think Connor was going to fuck. It's like, hey, he fucking. I said in the second episode here when I first said it, three rounds at best. He went nine and a half rounds. I, I'm glad you brought that point up because you do absolutely have to give him credit. I mean, I, you know, earlier I said that Floyd sucked him into his world, but the reality is, I mean, he was brave enough to step into that yeah. world. I mean. You know, but like we can say that because we fucking put that. Uh, yeah, we thought Floyd, and you got people. Oh, he's going to fucking. I think he's got a good shot at knocking Floyd out in the <laughs> third round. Well, you know, and it's like, no, you motherfucker, you fucking you thought he was legitimately going to win. You know, Floyd claims he he made over three hundred million on that fight. That fucking doesn't surprise me. It was, I, you know, I watched the post fight interview. ESPN's with him. It was Steve Levy and somebody else interviewing him. And they used the figure like $180 million. Now, what I found funny was that a man who's apparently in some tax trouble, we won't even use the word trouble because he has, you know, he, I we hope he shit. has the money, but he, you know, he's in some heat with the IRS. When they bring up the fact that you made a hundred million, a hundred and eighty million, they're getting their fucking money. You went and changed the number. You upped it to three hundred million. Yeah, I just hope he apps he actually made that, yeah. and you know they don't try to tax him for money uh, he didn't make. That's a, another thing with the Irish too. It's the Irish Americans, because I can't really speak too much of the actual Irish. Yeah, true. I actually, know a couple actual Irish people. They were nothing like Irish Americans. Vastly different. But uh. One thing is, I always have them talking about black people do this and black people do that. And they, like, it's like, oh, and they're on welfare and this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm so sick of that fucking thing because I can understand if you're going to say that. But I'm so fucking tired of fucking seeing some fucking, uh, some fucking slob bitch and fucking lounge pants and Adidas slide sandals at the Wawa. Colin! Colin, where the EBT card at? 
I gotta buy these fucking Snickers bars for the kids. Or not even Snickers bars, probably something fucking way more fucking. Something way worse. And it's just like, dude. The amount. The <laughs> amount of. Of that that you see in Wawa is absolutely astounding, too. And, you know, to just break it down, honestly, you see it more in what. I see it more in the scenarios you just described than, you know, what. Irish racist, Amer- you know, yeah. Americans would assume you see who you see using an EBT card. Yeah, it's like, what was I saying? Yeah, I had some fucking, I was at the Wawa the one time near my house. And uh, there was this fucking, there was this girl, she's black. She was going to pay for it. She took out her debit card, but it was a TD bank card, so it was green. Okay. And this fucking dude's like, oh, you fucking ass. It's just uncomfortably racist stuff <laughs> screaming in my ear. Oh, the EBT card, that's bullshit. I'm like, it's a fucking TD debit card. You racist fuck. You scream in my ear again. You're not going to be eating a shorty. You're going to be eating a fucking punch. And he's like, hey, man, I don't like your attitude. I don't like you screaming in my ear about something that you had no fucking right to scream about. Nor the fact that you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... I oh, see it Christ. all the time. Yeah, fucking, it's like a, another big thing here. I don't know. In Mayfair, the Boston Celtics are a very big team. And this pisses me off because in Philadelphia, you shouldn't root for the goddamn the, Celtics. Division rivals. <laughs> Biggest rivalry in basketball, fucking divisionally. I mean, like, everybody, oh, the Lakers and the Celtics. I have a picture in my house I got my dad for his birthday and I got Kev Morgan for his birthday it's Dr. J and Larry Bird fucking choking each other I wanted to get my dad that for Father's Day it's a fantastic that's a great picture dude and I was like I have it it's like on a canvas fucking thing Mm -hmm. like a fucking portrait it's really cool mm -hmm. and I was like until you get that fucking type of fucking rivalry going on between those two teams don't tell me it's a fucking rivalry exactly yeah I mean I you know, I wasn't alive for it, but I believe it was early to mid seventies. The Celtics Sixers rivalry. Late sixties, Wilton Bill Russell. Yeah, it, it probably Dr. stemmed J. from that, and you know, Doctor J and Doctor J and Bird carried over into that picture that we're talking about. <clears throat> and that's even Larry Bird. They were best friends too, like off the court. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we had three preseason games against the Sixers. Yeah, because of the money. No, because of the fighting. Dude, the ratings were so goddamn high because no matter what, we would always just get into fucking fist fights. And they knew that it was going to happen. It wasn't even like the refs were even there. They were saying, "Uh, I don't want you just pulling no shit right now. Uh, This is good. I want a nice, clean game. I don't want any fucking. And that too, man. Like me and the Jersey Violators talked about it on the first uh, episode. Larry Bird, obviously not a Jersey Violation. No. But is his legacy going to be outside of Boston? Because you know people weren't buying Larry Legend fucking jerseys. Especially like Philadelphia had Dr. J. Like you're going to buy a Larry Bird jersey over a fucking Dr. J jersey. Absolutely ridiculous. Or fucking Jordan. Like I have a Jordan jersey. Uh, Yeah, that's one. I'm not big on basketball jerseys, but that's one jersey that I've always, you know, I've always aimed to buy, and I'm still actually in the market for a Jordan. Yeah, need me a Jordan. 
Even if I never wear it. Yeah, I was going to get a Rodman, and I couldn't find the Rodman, because I found it once, but it was, like, <laughs> fucking 10 sizes too big. Like, I'm a 48, that it was a 64, and I'm like, damn, this is not going to fucking fit me. That would be classic, a Rodman. With the pinstripes and everything. Nice. But I got the Jordan with the pinstripes. Nice. But, uh, yeah, man, this... Fucking Irish Americans, man. Like, the... It's like... They're betting on Notre Dame, too. It's like, motherfucker, you will never see the fucking tuition money in your lifetime to go to Notre Dame, but yet you're still... And it's not even like it's, uh, yeah, they're from South Bend, Indiana, so they're rooting for it. Exactly, they're from Mayfair, and they're like 14% faded Irish, and yet, you know, they're the same people that buy the Fook Floyd shirts, and they're the same people that... Voted Peyton Hillis on the Mad cover. All of what we've just discussed. <laughs> Fucking Fook Floyd. Fook Floyd, and now they're at McKenna's McNally's and every other McBar with their credit cards. Or fucking one where they fucking don't pronounce the G, <laughs> but that's clearly in there. Those are classics. Uh, whatever, uh, a bar that starts with a Mick or an O. Uh, what's a... Yeah, and that's just, and I, like I say too, my mom's half Irish, and uh, growing up in Holmesburg, Mayfair, you know quite a few Irish people. Oh, Some no, of no. them are your best friends growing up, but even the ones that you associate with, more or less, there's a lot of them that you would fucking like. You would like to think they would vote with their. It's not even like that. It's like uh, they would uh, did not vote, but. They would root, bet with their root. heart, or root with their... Your allegiance lies with Philadelphia, not with a fucking... And your country. And you your know? country, yes. It's like... Fucking Eddie Alvarez. Countryman. And your city man. <laughs> He's your fucking... He could be your kinfolk. Bill Burr brought up a great point in that Philadelphia rant. I'm sure you're probably familiar with I it. I heard of it. Yeah, oh, you never, never, never actually, actually heard, heard, heard it. it. It's like a 12-minute clip where you just blast this city for, you know, 12 minutes. But he's got this main point that it's just, it's a shining example of everything we've been talking about. Maybe not on the Irish part of it, but just the racist part of it. He brings up Rocky Balboa, and he says, you, you know, use... He started off the rant by basically calling the crowd racist. Ah, you fucking racist idiots. You fucking guys, you idolized Rocky Balboa. The fucking guy didn't even exist. Meanwhile, you got Joe Frazier. Hey, how we doing? What's up? How you doing? doing? Good? Yeah. Unfortunately, can't let you park back here. All right. Now, y'all can go in the common area on the other side. All right. That's why they're doing this. They want to put the barrier. All right, no problem. Uh, we'll be right back. Say that again. What was that guy doing? That guy was back here smoking meth. Yeah, we got we just got fucking 86 from the one spot we're parking at. We doing this mobile? Ah, fuck it. We're gonna do this cruises. cruise in the streets of Mayfair. These racist Irish streets. Uh, yeah, but the one thing with the Bill Bear, what you're saying about Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that guy cut off. Yeah. In real life, though, they rooted for fucking Frazier over Ali. I hear you. 
but yeah, I, I, I totally understand. It's I was like, dying at his point, though. He's like, he's got his fucking idolize a fictional character because you're too racist to fucking idolize Joe Frazier. The guy fucking built a gym in your city, but, uh, you know, instead you just fucking idolize this fictional Italian. Uh, but in real life, let's be, uh, oh, let's, put, let's post up here. Now, say if that fucking, we were just thinking about going to that fucking pool hall that was at that fucking place, like, ten fucking years, probably more than that, Christ. Yeah, I haven't been there since fucking 2004, five. Since Dave got arrested for fucking DUI, which was bullshit. You were there! Oh, yeah. What, the time on Frankfurt Ave? Yeah. Yeah. You were there. I was, uh, probably, if I'm... No, I that, that, that was that time. The roaches in the ashtray? Yeah. Yeah. They fucking found weed on me. And they didn't I, even I, believe, care. I think they charged Dave with it. That's bullshit. And then they told me and Greg that uh, they asked us where we, were, where we lived. They realized it was out of walking distance. And they were like, good luck getting home. And the other cop proceeded to say, you guys are going to get fucking jacked on the way home. I mean, we didn't. I, we walked a few blocks, and I called it a ride, but, still, you know, well, that was unnecessary. Uh, yeah, no, come on, officer. This is clearly unnecessary. It was probably a racist Irish cop assuming that since we were walking through a black neighborhood, we'd be robbed. Well, actually, that was a Puerto Rican and Irish neighborhood. Yeah, I... Juniata? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know how Irish it was. Oh, not as much, but yeah. more more or less Puerto Rican. But. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Bill Bear talking about that. Like, what was another big one that the I, like the fucking Peyton Hillis Madden cover. I had another big one, like when you're talking about racism in Philadelphia, I'll give you fucking Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard fucking carried the fucking Phillies for how many years? Like three years? And fucking took him to the playoffs, put the team on his back. And then Chase Utley. But uh, meanwhile, half of Philadelphia named their kids that were born between 2005 and 2010 Chase. They named them Chase. Now, don't get me wrong, Chase Utley, and they love him in L.A. right now, too, because he's like a fucking hard-nosed player. Rightfully so. But Chase Utley was never a... Even when he was slumping bad. He was never a bum. Never a bum. Ryan Howard, fucking bum. He's a fucking bum. It's like he only hit fucking 48 home runs this year instead of 58. You know? I mean, in uh, fairness, he, he would... A lot of years, he would come close to, if not lead, the league in strikeouts, but... But he's a power hitter. Exactly. I'd rather him fucking exactly. strike out than hitting with double play. That's from swinging for the fences in scenarios that he should be swinging for, for the, the fences. Mm. He led the league in strikeouts and won the fucking MVP, but he also had fucking 58 home runs and 150 RBIs. Exactly. That's what you want in your MVP. And he batted 313 because he was just hitting every... They weren't even pitching to him for fucking almost a month and a half. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just like you can't have it both ways. Fucking Utley, you gotta get on Utley for fucking. Well, he's not dogging it like Howard. Well, Howard's not dogging it either. Man was playing hurt too. Yeah. 
and I had a lot of people with Jimmy Rollins. I love Jimmy. Yeah. When he broke fucking Schmitty's record. Uh, fucking, and Schmitty was like, oh, I'm just fucking glad it was somebody like Jimmy Rollins. He fucking loved Jimmy Rollins. And then white people, oh, fucking Jimmy Rollins. It's like, what are we talking about here? Ra- racist, <laughs> racist Mayfarians were unable to deal with it. Well, you know, I'm not, no, no, it's the, well, I'm not racist, but, yeah, you know, I've right. got a few black friends. Anytime there's a butt involved, you know, watch yeah. out. It's like John Madden with fucking Peyton Manning. He's the... Uh, I just don't want fucking Peyton Manning to be one of those yippas before he won a Super Bowl. To be... Well, for his one of his defenses won him the Super Bowl. Let's be, let's be fucking real, folks. Yeah, I just don't want to hear one of them, yeah, but... And he's like, yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but... Same thing with, like, Mayfair. I'm not racist, but... Insert racist comment. Yeah, or if I like, <laughs> I could just imagine like one of the first black families to move in the <laughs> Mayfair. Well, you know, I'm not saying that I don't like the guy, but you know, on my street, you know, a little too uh, close for comfort. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, my favorite is some of the people that were from Mayfair and they went to Holmesburg. Now, if you're not familiar with Holmesburg, Holmesburg being a, uh, basically it was almost like a former slaves settled down in Holmesburg. So it's one of the oldest continuously black, it has one of the oldest continuously African-American communities. They should go back to their own neighborhood. <laughs> well, you know, some of these people are like fifth generation fucking Holmesburg fucking residents. Some of them residents. were here before you. Yeah, fucking, yeah, this fucking house has probably been in this guy's family for fucking, I don't know, over a hundred and fucking fifty years? Just just saying. Uh, a news story I just happened to see earlier that slightly pertains. Um, did you see they're now cutting the heads of Christopher Columbus statues? No. No? Well, they are. Jesus Christ. My thing with Christopher Columbus is, too, and a lot of people get... Nobody gives the fucking Kingdom of Spain or the government of Spain any shit about slavery. I mean... I mean, fucking the Dominican Republic. Like... Black people aren't native to the Caribbean that are, like, of Span... have Spanish names and shit. Colored. Slightly colored people, maybe. Yeah. But even, like, if you see, like, the baseball play, like, uh fucking Jose Reyes. I don't even want to say Sammy Sosa because he's white as shit now. Oh my god. Those pictures are disturbing. I know. It's like the guy you've seen growing up. You're like, ah, Sammy Sosa, even though he did roids. <laughs> and you see him now, you're like, dude, Michael Jackson, at least like <laughs> that was weird too. But this is just fucked up. This, I'm, this is just fucked up, Sammy. You're, you're never getting in the fuck the steroid use. You're never getting into the Hall of Fame because you just literally became one of the whitest fucking people I've ever seen. Hopefully Sammy doesn't go to Michael Jackson route and start touching kids, man. That's, that's, that's my only real hope for Sammy. Fucking I don't know what the fuck. He's touching something, but fucking <laughs> who the fuck just turns fucking that white? Uh, man. Hey, look it's like that. unnatural too. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Why would you even want to do that to yourself? It, yeah, it looked like something, I don't know, 
like he was in a terrible accident or something. It's like, it's dude, just... were you fucking burnt? Like, did you literally just fucking have, like, some sort of chemical? You like, just throw this fucking corrosive chemical on my fucking skin. Absolutely terrible. That looks just horrible. Like, Sammy. What the fuck? Uh, Alright. Well, that's about uh, all the time I have for the show today. This has uh, been Brian Brewington. He's got a got I a blog. Appreciate you having me on today well, too. Want to talk about your blog a little bit before we uh, before uh, we go? Yeah, you can check it out. And I have nothing major to announce, nothing crazy. But uh, you feel free to check it out. www.medium. I'm sorry, medium.com slash at symbol Brian Brewington. Uh, last name's B R E W I N G T O N. All right, this has been the Johnny Albatross Show. Take it easy, people, and remember, all Irish people out there... Bet with your heads, not your racist Irish hearts. (laughs) All right, peace out.